Happy Thursday, y'all. Today's podcast is once again brought to you by Audible. The company is offering a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial if you sign up at audibletrial.com slash I hate green beans. They have a ton of titles from which to choose for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And I just finished listening to Lauren Graham's, you know, the mom from Gilmore Girls, talking as fast as I can. It was so good, especially since she narrated it. So check out your free trial today. Now on today's show, it's all about fall TV. My roommate Laura and I discuss what returning shows we are excited to see come back. This is us. What shows we are binging what new shows we are interested in watching, and we also have a healthy discussion wondering if we should bite the bullet and start watching Game of Thrones already. That way, I'll have an actual reference when I go around haphazardly saying, winter is coming, because I technically don't know what that means. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Fall TV 2017, Laura and I are going to talk about the shows that we are really, really excited about coming back and the ones we're excited about that are new. I wanted to preface this by saying we both listened to Knox and Jamie, the podcast, which we love. We do love them. And sometimes, as Laura said the other day, we revisit things because Knox or Jamie tells us we need yes. to revisit things. I gave up on Ozark. Knox told me not to. I started watching it again. And how do you feel about that decision? And I kind of regret that decision. I mean, I, I love Knox and Jamie, but, and I trusted his opinion and I came back to Ozark and I gave it another shot and mm. it didn't treat me well. Mm. Well, but I, but I, but, but I feel okay about it because I finished it. Right. You're not and I feel quitter. good. You're not a quitter. Not a quitter. <laughs> You're not, not a, quitter. a quitter. No way. So Knox and Jamie did their 2017 fall grid. We both listened to it and we talked about it and went, ah never heard of anything that they want. <laughs> That's right. It's kind of like the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided, well, we're going to do one too um, in the spirit of network television, maybe. Yes. Something that's a little bit more mainstream. And as you know, I do teeny bopper shows and they didn't have any of those. They did talk about Jane the Virgin, but I think that in the spirit of network television and something a little bit more mainstream that you may have heard of since it's been on the air forever, yes, then we wanted to talk about that. So Laura's going to go first. She's going to tell us her first show that she's excited about returning that we already watched last year or in previous seasons. What show is that? It's This Is Us. And yeah, we should just, just have a, a moment of silence for that right there. Because mm-hmm. really, I believe everyone in America is excited about This Is Us coming mm-hmm. back. Some people don't like to cry. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't like super sad shows. Okay. Super sad, dramatic shows with like a, a, a sad undertone to it. I don't like that. But that's not This Is Us. I agree. This Is Us is a feel-good show, and it makes you feel so good, you sometimes cry a tear. That's all it is. <laughs> They're happy tears. And and there is death, and there is sadness in it, but that's a part of life. And they tell the story so well, mm-hmm. and it's got like this underlying theme of hope and family, yes. and that's what I love about it. Yes. And you were one to be on board from the very beginning, right? That is true. We saw commercials. We saw commercials drank the Kool-Aid, and watched. It's one of the ones now in a day of DVR and recording and not having to watch live. Mm -mm. Right. We started, what, like 30 minutes in so we could still fast Uh forward. Every Tuesday night. Boring commercials. That's exactly right. (laughs) But we sat on the couch and watched This Is Us. And then we would text our other friends about it. I mean, we, this is, this is, it was a part of our week. You stay away from Facebook. Right. If you don't want to be spoiled because people are doing live stuff with it. So tell everybody a little bit who may not know what This Is Us is. That makes me sad for them. It does. But tell a little bit about what This Is Us is as a show. 
It is a family drama. So it's a story about a family of three children in this family and their lives now that they've grown up. So it's kind of a flashback to when they were children and then also as they're kind of navigating life, trying to figure out how to do relationships and work and success at work or no success at work and then dealing with family dynamics. And I think the reason why everyone loves the show so much is because people can relate to one of the characters in the show, Mm -hmm. either because they've struggled with anxiety or they've had a good or a bad relationship with a parent or a family member or they're struggling through success at work or I mean there's so many Mm -hmm. different storylines in it that I mean it's just a really touching show and I mean it's so touching that I probably watched the pilot like four times because I would find other people like my parents and I'd be like wait you haven't seen this is us we have to watch the pilot right now because I know that once people watch it they're gonna get hooked Because of the super special twist that is at the end of the pilot, there are moments in there that are so real. And I think that's what kind of is missing maybe from network television. It does not seem scripted at all, even though I know there's a writer for the show. Right. I mean, I believe it's like based on their real lives. Yeah, I want to be a Pearson. (laughs) I totally agree. (laughs) Adopt me. (laughs) It gives me Braverman vibes. Yes, I totally agree. A lot of Braverman vibes And people said Parenthood and the Bravermans was a sad show too. And it wasn't a Mm -mm. sad show. Mm -mm. It was just a you relate to it and there's happiness and then there's some tears associated with that. What point in the show do you remember crying the most? The Memphis episode. Mm-hmm, to tell a little bit about that. And the Memphis episode is where um, Randall has reconnected with his father, his biological father, and they've developed this really sweet bond, and they go to Memphis, which is where they're from, where the, his father was from, and they spend the entire weekend or several days in Memphis. And it's amazing. It's just a sweet time to get to see mm-hmm. their relationship And then sadly, he passes away and he was terminal from cancer. Mm -hmm. And so you knew that that was coming. Mm -hmm. But it, I mean, it's, it was a heartbreaking episode, Mm -hmm. but it was also really sweet to see this Mm -hmm. man who had reconnected with his father and they got to spend those last few months together. Mm -hmm. And it, it was. And there's touching moments in the death. And I remember looking at you and you're just sweetly, daintily crying. Just these, I don't know about that. these graceful tears. <laughs> and I am going, <laughs> I'm going on my hand with the snot. And I could not stop them from coming out. And you're just daintily, like, so sweet, crying in your chair. And I'm wiping snot on the couch. It is, it, it got me so bad. I'm glad that was your favorite teary moment because another one of mine is the whenever Milo, so the dad, Jack. Mm-hmm. Who we love oh for a we number love, of reasons. Love him. So, and he has grown up so well. And who would have thought we would have loved Mandy more the way we loved I Mandy know. more? And their relationship is so great. Chemistry. Yes. Chemistry. I wanted them to get together in real life, and she just married somebody else, so that makes me kind Bummer. of sad. <laughs> kind of makes me sad, but I'll allow it. So he goes into the dojo where Randall, little Randall, young Randall, mm-hmm. is learning how to fight and, and like learn karate. karate. But it's a, it's a predominantly African-American dojo because they're trying to give him African-American role models. But then all of the fathers come up and they have to have their son get on their back and they do push-ups. And you're supposed to do something like five and Jack keeps going and keeps going and keeps going just so his son... Ooh, I'm getting my... I was yes. just about ready to say, I'm about to tear up right here just hearing you talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Just so his son knows that, you know, I am your dad and I I don't understand what you're going through sometimes, but I'm going to be here for you your whole entire life. And, and Mandy Moore's character, the mom, was standing there watching all of that, too. And then all of the... African-American men, then they do push-ups with the boys on it. And it that one just yes. tugged my heart. I totally agree. It's because it's real life. Like you, These are real moments mm-hmm. that are captured. And the final one was when Kevin skipped his own play yes. to go help Randall whenever he was having a panic attack. And do we see a theme here with all my favorite parts? 
they involve Randall. <laughs> well, that's because Randall is one of our oh new God, favorite, he's my favorite characters. And his dad was my favorite too, and it makes me sad that his dad's gone. But I'm thinking we might see him in some Maybe. flashbacks. I don't know. And Randall's children are a freaking adorable, oh. and I just loved him and want to squeeze them. Randall's entire them. family, like his wife mm-hmm. and his two girls, are so just mm-hmm. adorable. And I love the Kate and Toby relationship too. They've got a witty banter that I appreciate. And I don't want her to do anything bad because you no. know she was flirting with the yeah, idea mm-mm. Mm-mm. she she kate would never no do ma'am that. kate no ma'am mm-mm. kate my first one is outlander laura do you want to sing the opening <laughs> sing me a song oh, of lust that is gold <laughs> yeah i i can't really sing i don't know why i did that <laughs> oh that was so great maybe you could just overlay some actual real music with that one right there <laughs> sing me a song of a lass that is gone say could that lass be i mary of soul she said oh if i love anybody as much as i love randall it would probably be jamie frazier absolutely <laughs> for his jawline and chin dimple alone mm. and i mean that doesn't even talk about his muscles I think, or his hair i, I mean know. and i don't even normally like that kind of long scraggly scottish look yeah. from your but i do like it on him <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that time period's called but i felt like your would work mm, okay uh, yeah, it translated. It really did. I think he looks great in a kilt. I think Absolutely. most Scottish guys look great in a kilt. Mm. But did you read the book? I did not read the book. Okay. I read the book. Loved, I read the book. I was late to the book game. I remember calling my sister maybe like four years ago saying, Oh my gosh, Jamie, you have to read Outline, Outlander by... Diana Gabaldon, I think is how you say her name. And Jamie was like, uh, I read that in the 90s. And I thought, where has this book been? And how have I not ever known it? And pretty soon after, that's when you hear, oh, they're going to have a, a, I think at first they were saying a mini series and then just like a regular kind of short series. And then it was attached to stars, which I'll be honest, made me nervous because I thought stars, mm. but it has been great. So good. I have loved it. I think that it has translated well from what the book talks about for the most part again i read mm-hmm. it a very long time ago but that's a big part of the book is jamie's red wild and crazy hair so that's why he has all this crazy hair oh, that makes sense and they talk about how spunky claire is and how she kind of doesn't fit into that time period because she is woman hear her roar so i love the idea that frank and jack black are played by the exact same person which it's supposed to be but that that guy, and I should look up his actor name, is probably the best person acting on the show. I would totally agree. Be- he can play both characters so well. Jack Black is just bleh. And then you just love Frank. I mean, you just love him and feel for him and feel bad for him. And you yes. know he's sitting there going, yeah, right, you... You went through time, whatever. You didn't time travel. Because she really does love both of them. Mm -hmm. It's just different levels of love Mm -hmm. there. It's like Edward and Jacob. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I don't think we can compare. I think think Jamie is Jacob. No, there is no way. Jamie is the true. No. I can't even believe we're having this conversation again. There is no way that's true. She loves two people. Just because you think Jacob is hotter than Edward does not make that her true love. Jamie is hotter than Frank. That is true. That is true. But there's there's two different schedules. There's a hotness schedule and then there is a true love schedule. I think Jamie is her true love. If you had to pick one. I think absolutely, it's yeah. And you think Frank is going to imprint on her child? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we don't know, Laura. You didn't, didn't read the second book. You're, you're I right. I did. Didn't. Dragons and Dragonfly and Amber. Anyway, Outlander just started. Meaning last weekend. We're just on episode two right now. I'm enjoying the second season ish. It's it's what we call the sleepless in Seattle effect. I Absolutely. don't like it when our two characters are apart from each other. 
yet I understand the story arc that we have to do that. So when they finally get back together, we're all excited and, you know. When do you think that we're going to finally see Jamie and Claire back together again? I think the very end of episode three. I think we have a whole nother episode of the daughter, Brianna, growing up and kind of seeing her as a toddler and growing up and Frank and and Claire becoming a surgeon or a doctor or whatever. I think that's going to be episode two. Episode three is whenever she decides, ooh, I want to go back and figures out a way. I hope you're right. I think it, I think it could go later. Ugh, Ugh, that's no. going to be annoying. But it's still it's still good. It's still good. You have to build the story and and they're doing a good job. Okay, what's your second one you're excited about? My second one is Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I know, I know. I am I am one of like five people in America that still watches Grey's Anatomy. And you never quit. I never quit. Uh-uh. I am, this is an important thing. I am not a quitter. We're not quitters in this household. Mm. So I don't quit. And I, um, I've stuck with it through plane crashes, <laughs> through people terrorizing the hospital, through deaths, mm. tra- tragic mm-hmm. deaths. I yeah. mean, when McDreamy died, mm-hmm. it was soul crushing for yeah. me. And to be honest, at that point in time, I didn't really know whether I would be able to stick with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going to happen with Grey's Anatomy going forward. But I stuck beside it. I stuck beside Shonda. <laughs> I believe in her. You're playing on that Shondaland roller coaster. That's exactly that right. Mm-hmm. So do you think you're sticking with it because you are invested in Meredith Grey and Karev, who are the only two originals left, right? Absolutely. Or is it just because you like a medical drama? Well, that's, that's a great question because I do watch a lot of medical dramas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Code Black. I like Chicago Med. I watch a, a lot of medical dramas. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I think that for Grey's Anatomy, it's the stories. It's okay. the story behind Meredith and then the story behind Karev too. Mm-hmm. And then also the new characters that I've kind of grown to love as they bring in the new doctors. Who's the new character that you've grown to love? Owen Hunt. Dr. Hunt is so cute and he's so great and I loved him with Christina and then I still like him on the show and he he kind of fills that void as mm-hmm. other characters leave and I still love him I forgot that Dr. Bailey is still on there Dr. She's Bailey the original. is and I really like Dr. Bailey and a lot. Dr. Weber I, I like Dr. Weber a lot too I did not love the storyline from this last series with Dr. Weber being replaced by the new doctor that yeah. was coming in there was a lot of drama with that That, I felt like, kind of went a little too long. Too many episodes on that. And the reason why I'm agreeing with that is because you sucked me in. That's right. (laughs) That's just the kind of person I am. Back into Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, Lindsay said, I'm not going to watch it. Mm -hmm. You came back and you were like, "Ah, you know, I kind of gave up on Grey's Anatomy Mm -hmm. after the plane crash. No, it was not the plane crash. It was the terrorist attack. I I could not. The shooting in the hospital? Yes, I could not get past it and it was so sad and it stuck with me for so long that I thought if this is what Grey's Anatomy is I cannot be part of it and so I let it go but I will tell you that I knew when um Sloan died yes McSteamy died when McDreamy died because social media blew up and I had a an, a recap that came out that night <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody clicked on that nobody clicked on it <laughs> I mean, I think Entertainment Weekly just took every single writer that they had and said, write about Grey's Anatomy. Or Shonda, or (laughs) Meredith, what's going to happen to Meredith, what's going to happen to McDreamy, why did this happen? Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they had had an exclusive with Patrick Dempsey. Really? So they were able to... mm, yeah. Push that. And I was just like, sorry, Big Bang. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) cares No one cares. But I do... I have enjoyed it. I do feel like it's sort of, I mean, I was able to jump back in. That's what I was going to say. Do you feel like you've kind of missed anything or you've been able to slide back into it? No, because everybody that I knew from the beginning died before I Mm -hmm. left. So anybody who's come and gone since then, I didn't know them to begin with. So it is on Thursday nights when I'm writing about Big Bang and you were gracious enough to let me watch Big Bang and go write about it and then post it and do the thing and then come back and watch it. Of so course. That's very gracious of you. Thank and you. because I watch lots of other television shows, <laughs> so I can always slide something else in. <laughs> My second one is, surprise, surprise, Dancing with the Stars. Love it. I love Dancing with the Stars because it's dancing. 
The end. I also love when it comes to reality shows, of course, the Bachelor franchise. Absolutely. So you think you can dance because it's dancing. But did you know that Dancing with the Stars is in season 25? What? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I did not. Well, see, true confession Uh at this moment. I didn't really watch Dancing with the Stars. I watched it when Von Miller was on. Right. Because I love Von Miller. Why do you love Von Miller? Because he's an Aggie. Uh-huh. And because I love all things maroon and white. So I, I I watched because of that reason. And then I kind of got hooked. And then you kind of sucked me back into Dancing yeah. with the Stars. And I yeah. love watching with you because you know all the choreographers <laughs> and all of the dance routines. <laughs> Because and our, all of the dancers. I do, I do, because our girl Mandy Moore is a choreographer who I, not Mandy Moore, this is us, no, Mandy no. Moore, choreographer, La La Land, been on Dancing with Stars and So You Think You Can Dance, any dance you ever loved on So You Think You Can Dance, she choreographed it. I would totally agree. She's Maybe amazing. Travis Wall, but more than likely Mandy Moore. So Dancing with the Stars, I did make fun of it at the beginning because I thought they used the term stars loosely. <laughs> right. Some of the people are like, what? But I think, and occasionally now you still have to kind of Google one, those one or yes. two people to say like, how do I know that person? We're probably D-listers. There's uh, there's always some sort of athlete, right? There's, Von Miller. There's always some sort of ABC starlet or you know one of those Disney kids is always right. in there. There's always an older person that who can't really just can't hang. dance or just do any lifts. Can't hang. Typically, there's somebody who is popular at the moment maybe Mm -hmm. they've done something or they've said something or something great happened to them and then there's also um somebody who's really knows how to dance that you think how's this fair that you were on dancing (laughs) stars that can't be right and they're always with Derek Huff I'm just saying it (laughs) I'm just saying it I'm pretty stoked that Debbie Gibson is coming um, the, the property li- brothers. The property brother, one of them. <laughs> one of them. I don't know which one. I don't either. But um, one of him is back, one of those brothers. And then the Lachey's, Nick Lachey and his wife. So Nick is with PETA and his wife is with Max. I like that. And they both have babies the same age. I like that. So that's Is gonna... there an Olympian on this year? Because um, remember, we went through a trend over the last couple of seasons yes. where there's been an Olympian. The I don't know if there is. There's always a gymnast. And Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte. So I think there's a, a Paralympic girl, Victoria something or other. And I, I, I don't remember who she's with. But she, yes, she is an Olympian. And then just a, a bunch of other, there's some sort of violinist girl. And I think there's one football player and one basketball player. So, Do we have a bachelor or bachelorette candidate? No, we do not. Whoa. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, too. Um, who's your favorite pro? Val. Mm. <laughs> I mean, hands down, Val. <laughs> that was an easy question. I, mean, I should say that I also really like Sharna a lot. I do, too. I think Sharna is great. I think a lot of people vote for Sharna and her partner because they like her so much. Yeah. I she agree. is a really good um, choreographer, mm-hmm. really good partner. Mm-hmm. She sets her stars up for success well. Yeah. She plays to their strengths. And I just love Val. I do too. <laughs> and that speaks for itself. He's too. my favorite as well. I like Alan. I Alan was a junior. The, he worked his way the, up the ladder. He worked his way up from So You Think You Can Dance. He did? Over to the junior, mm. you know, semi-pro. And this is his first year because when Max hurt himself last year, Alan stepped in. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about that. I love Dancing with Stars. I think it's, I recap about Dancing with Stars and it's something I can talk about with my mom. Oh, that's so So, fun. And your mom mom too. (laughs) My mom votes every every week (laughs) on like three different devices. (laughs) That's important. It is. Okay, your third one. My third one is Blacklist. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of teetered away from that this past season, but I have high hopes for this next season. Why? I think they ended last season with, this is a little spoiler, but they end, if, in case you haven't watched it, but they ended last season with Mr. Kaplan dying, who mm-hmm. was kind of the villain of mm-hmm. last season. And it, Mr. Kaplan had to die for Liz to be able to find out the truth about 
her red and her father and, and, and that whole dynamic. And I feel like they've been playing that out, like stretching that out for so many years. I'm excited to actually see what the truth is. Like I want to <laughs> finally learn what it is. So I think that's why I'm kind of excited about it. I also really like Tom Keen. Mm-hmm. That's her husband, Liz's husband in the show. Um, because I think he's adorable Mm -hmm. and I love their interactions and their chemistry. Now, Tom did have his own show. They kind of did a spinoff of Blacklist last year, which was called, it was Redemption. Redemption, Yeah. And I didn't really watch Redemption. Yeah. I should have because I love Tom Keen, but (laughs) maybe I'll binge that later on. (laughs) We can always catch back up on that. But it's the show. I, I I like it. I am, I think it's going to be a make it or break it season. Like whether or not I actually like buy in or abandon. Abandon. What year are they? What season do you know? This has got to be season five or six. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. And it's on network. Yes, it is. Okay. Well. And I, and I like a lot of network shows. So, I mean, I could have easily subbed that in for, um, Chicago Med. I could have subbed Chicago it in PD. for Chicago PD. I watch Chicago Fire. I watch a lot of I watch a lot of those shows. I also love Madam Secretary. Right. That's a great show. Right. But I picked the blacklist for this list of three because I think I want to see what happens this season. That's good. My third one is Big Bang Theory. They've already had ten seasons, and this is going into the eleventh season. And these people make a bajillion dollars per episode and they keep saying the jokes are the same the jokes repeat and for me I don't mind that because nerd culture is nerd culture and you can always have nine different veins of nerd culture depending on what you're talking about Star Wars or Star Trek or just science in general and even though the jokes are kind of the same or have the same like underlying theme we still laugh every week so I do (laughs) And it's the highest rated comedy on television. Is so, it really? Uh, wow. A lot of people don't think about that or don't realize mm-hmm. that. Now, I don't think that counts with Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu and all that kind of stuff. But on network TV, right. it is the highest rated comedy. And I'm excited about it because, spoiler alert, Sheldon got down on one knee to propose to Amy I totally during the finale it. last year. So. I'm excited for Sheldon and Amy. They make the show for me personally. Actually, Amy makes the show for me. Amy Farrah Fowler. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I love her so much. Her character has grown. Big Bang Theory is one of the few shows. I I would say Big Bang Theory and Friends. I have memorized. I can do trivia on. Oh, yeah. I watch them constantly as my white noise. It's either Big Bang Theory or Friends. Now, if you had to rank which one you like better. Is that too hard? Okay. I don't know if I could do that. It's probably Friends. Because it's it's nostalgic. That's what I was going to say. For me, it would be Friends too. Mm -hmm. Simply because, I mean, I have had a love affair with Friends (laughs) for years. (laughs) Since college. I know. So good. Oh, we need a new friend. I am not one to... There are certain shows that you watch that I don't because you like a more dramatic, maybe a little bit rougher edge, shall we say. That's true. And I lean CW Teeny Bob. <laughs> that is also true. So what are shows that you watch? We won't talk talk about them, but what are some that you like that may be a little bit more abstract that some people... I mean, I love the shows on kind of Showtime and HBO, like Homeland and Billions. Those are two of my favorites. I also really like The Americans, Mm -hmm. which is, I think this is going to be the final season of Americans. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited about that one too. I also watch Bloodline. That's on Netflix. Um, It's great. I have watched House of Cards. I've been on a roller coaster with House of Cards. Liked it a lot. Didn't like it. And now I'm back. I've kind of come back around full circle on it. How do you feel about being given a whole entire season and you have to... That's how House of Cards that is, is, right? That's You're how, given the whole thing. I, I love that. Okay. I think it's actually great. I okay. like House of Cards for that reason. Bloodline is the same way. Um, I, I think it's great to be able to kind of fill it in and watch 
chunks of shows so that you can get a more I think I get like a more complete picture of like a plot Mm -hmm. if I can see like two hour segments or chunks Mm -hmm. of time and then Netflix pops up and is like are you still watching and And I'm like like, yes "Yes, I I am am." Netflix (laughs) it's a Saturday afternoon and I want to (laughs) show me the next episode or we're trapped inside from Harvey and we're watching episode after episode after episode I also love um, Poldark, mm-hmm. which you love as well. I do. And we need to thank Renelle Woolrich for introducing us to the wonder that is Poldark. That's exactly right. And I remember when our friend Renelle said, hey, you should watch Poldark. We both were kind of like, what? Yeah. what? Can what you say you that saying? again? Poldark? <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> Turns out that's the guy's last name. So it's like their family name. And it's a, it's just a great show on PBS. Mm-hmm. It's like the new Downton Abbey, is what I like to say, with a little bit of Outlander mixed in Yes, there. it's kind of like Downton Abbey and Outlander mm-hmm. combined. And mm-hmm. Ross Poldark is <gasps> so attractive. So attractive. And so is the doctor whose name I can't remember right now. But I love him too. Because it so long ago. Um, some of the stuff that I watched. And also Stephen Linda Pringle <laughs> just started watching Poldark as well, which I love. <laughs> They're like, liking it? They do really love it. <laughs> My mom was like, have you watched the show called Poldark? And I was like, yes, mother. I told you about that show like at least two years ago. <laughs> so what you're saying is PBS needs to pay us. That's exactly and Rennell. right. And Ronell too. Okay. Ronell well, should get a check. Because everybody who's listening right now is now going to go, it's P-O-L-D-A-R-K. Because <laughs> every time you're like, what are you saying? That's right. Poldark. 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 It's his name, Ross Poldark. P-O-L-D-A-R-K. He's so cute. So just, cute. Just Google image him right now. You're welcome. I also watch CW shows that Laura does not. That's right. I like my Flash. I like my Arrow. And I also watch Jane the Virgin. I am, I'm doing New Girls. I'm, I'm, it's the last season for New Girls and I'm, I'm in it to the end. I like New Girl. I do. We had some troublesome seasons there whenever Zoe Deschanel was pregnant and she wasn't in any of them. Nick, I have high hopes Nick from and the Jessica end. forever. It's still one of the best TV kisses that oh, yeah. I have ever witnessed and I watch a lot of TV. It, I totally agree. I'm glad you do. Okay, the other thing I wanted to do is what you're binging now. Yes. So I just recently finished watching Ozark. And is that because and that was Knox because told Knox to. told okay. me to and so you tried it and we're like meh yeah tried two episodes didn't love it Knox told me to give it another shot I do everything Knox tells me to do <laughs> because I, I love Jamie and Knox I, I mean I, I really do and and I feel like we're friends we are because I listen to them talk once exactly. a week exactly yeah but um so he said you need to give it another shot so I did and I would hate it right you would not like okay. it it's dark it is a dark yeah. show and I and I think Knox kind of gave those parameters to saying it's it's a darker show Mm -hmm. it's about drug trafficking and money laundering Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um it's got jason bateman in it yes love jason bateman that makes me sad and that's kind of the main reason why i started watching it and then finished watching it and so i've now finished it and i like it a lot what grade would you give it oh man b minus okay that's so, respectable. It's yeah. I was gonna say C plus, but I'm gonna go ahead and bump it up to a B minus. Why don't you tell the people what else you're binge watching for other the last sh- ten years? <laughs> My other show that I've binge watched that I've binge watched for quite some time is West Wing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. I'm trapped <laughs> in the '90s. It's still there, and it is still a great show. So I never watched West Wing originally when it was on the air. I don't know why. I I was clearly living in a dark hole and yeah. was unaware of it, but I love that show. I think it's so good. I like the characters. The writing. I love the writing. The dialogue between mm-hmm. those characters is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's a show that if you have like a 45-minute time slot, you can pull up Netflix and mm-hmm. just watch episodes. And it's a feel-good show. I mean, they're feel-good stories. I love it. We also binged-watched shooter love that which steven linda pringle told us about that's exactly right in a twist that's exactly right steven linda pringle said are y'all watching shooter which is on usa it's on usa and i at first when they told us i was like we're not gonna like this show that's really cool they were like it's about an assassin and i was like cool mom that's great i'm probably not gonna watch that i watch chicago men or chicago fire chicago hope that's right there should be a chicago hope wasn't there Um, a chicago hope uh, maybe with mandy patinkin who's on homeland now i don't know maybe so doesn't matter moving on moving on um so they convinced us to watch shooter um i watched probably the first like 20 minutes 
maybe 15 minutes of the show and I stopped and said wait wait Lindsay's gonna want to see this so then because I waited <laughs> because Ryan Felipe is in it Philippi I'm sorry Philippi that's <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Ryan Felipe is in it. And he's the shooter. And I don't know Extremely. what he's really been doing for the last like six years, but I don't care either. I think he was this close to getting on Dancing with the Stars. Really? No. <laughs> but yeah. he was that caliber there for a while. Um, let's talk about what we're a little bit irritated, not a little bit, a lot of bit, you a lot of bit irritated that is not coming back. I am very upset about a show that was on last year and it was called Pitch mm-hmm. and it was on the Fox mm-hmm. channel and I loved it and I convinced Lindsay into watching it and <laughs> Lindsay also loved it yes. and it's got Mark Paul Gossler, Zach Morris, Zach mm-hmm. Morris yeah. of course, Ooh. we should just call him Zach. Yeah. It's got Zach Morris but Zach Morris has grown up in this show. Yeah. He is um, a manly attractive <laughs> catcher for the Major League Baseball <laughs> League. I mean and he's, he's so good and then it was really great because it was a story about a a young female pitcher who yeah. comes through the major leagues and makes it and is struggling to make it in the major league. And it was really well done. It was, mm-hmm. I loved the dynamic, like the friendship mm-hmm. that she had with Zach Morris. I thought that was great. It, um, it was just a great show mm-hmm. and they kind of left it with a cliffhanger yes. at the end. Yes. And so I held on to hope for many, many months that it was going to come back. You even asked me, could I talk to my people at Entertainment Week? Exactly right. You know, I was thinking about doing like a letter writing campaign, but then I was like, no, no, Lindsay, use your connections. Use the platform that you've been given here and bring pitch back. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my editor about it because Did you really? I was passionate about it too. And she loved it because she was the one who recapped it for EW. And she was like, mm. If we haven't heard by now, it's not looking good. And then it's like it just went away into oblivion and nobody ever even said, hey, it's not coming back. It was literally as if it never happened. People that watched the show loved it. Yes. They really did. Yeah. It's just there was, for whatever reason, there wasn't a lot of people that watched it. I don't I know. guess. Well, no, it happened. What? It happened during the, no. The no, the World, World Series. Series. Yes. That, and that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That was unfortunate timing. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. So I wanted to end this series about things that we don't watch that we <laughs> feel like the rest of the world does watch. And we we are grappling with the idea of, well, do we binge those? And so we're counting on y'all to tell us. Yeah. That. On a somewhat regular basis, we'll sit down and say, like, do you think we should start <laughs> watching this? I just don't know. But hopefully you'll let us know. The first one, I want to talk about is Stranger Things. Yes. We didn't love it. I mean, so many people said, Lindsay, this is going to be your show. And I, I think about it because I think they, they think, oh, she loves 80s, which is incredibly true. And I love uh, my, maybe kids and funny th- that I think it is. But it scared me. Now, we also watched the pilot during Harvey, and I was not in a good emotional place. (laughs) No one, when you're trapped inside your house for three Mm -mm. straight days. Mm -mm. Thankful to have electricity to be able to experience it. Very thankful. But I did not. We couldn't even get, I don't even think we got through the entire first episode. I was scared, and I don't like that the kid was abducted. Now, if you tell me, hey, it gets better and it gets funny and... You know, I know that it's good. I don't like the darkness, though. And yeah. I feel like it was just dripping with Some darkness. alien was, like, attacking right. people. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Mm-mm. So, y'all need to let us know if we need to do that. Game of Thrones. Oh. Boobs and dragons. That's what I think about. I know. And we, we just haven't... I, I know there are a ton of people that a love ton. Game of Thrones. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I just don't think it's my thing. And I do like... Lord of the Rings. Do you think it's in that vein? I just don't know if I... I like Lord of the Rings as a movie. I don't know if I could Lord of the Ring it every single... Week. I think there's also a lot of, like, violence and death yeah. in it. And that kind of makes... Blood. Yeah. I, I'm not... Yeah. I don't know. Don't, now, I am sure you're going to get lots of comments or people that are going to tell you to watch it. I was just about to say, don't tell me to watch that, because I won't. I just won't. <laughs> I just won't. I, I, I know yeah. me. I know me, and I don't want the war and the blood and the guts. And, and the... it's a commitment, because you're talking about oh, what yeah. they've got, like, five or six seasons yeah. of it. Mm. 
Yeah. Don't write me on that one. Pretend I never said anything. Now, our friend Stephanie is the one that keeps pushing pretty little liars on us. And she can't believe that we haven't started binging that. It just ended. Right. The season just, or the series just ended. So that's a commitment that we'll have to, and that's also a, an hour long show. Which most um, yeah, most things, things you are. watch are most things I watch are probably thirty minutes more. I could maybe minutes. put Pretty Little Liars in the category of West Wing. Okay, which I will watch that at some point in time. Maybe after West Wing, you will start Pretty <laughs> maybe Little Liars. So maybe so. That's good. The other thing is Mr. Robot. Everyone, Everyone loves, loves it. it. You know, I'm not a thinker. I hate mm-hmm. to admit that on the podcast, but I kind of want to be entertained right. when I go to a movie or watch a television show. And I feel like this is going to make me think and try to figure out the yeah whatever behind. Or it'll make me scared like the government is watching you and they're listening right now to this podcast. They could be. And I, I just don't know. Like the It's never... Mr. Robot has never intrigued me. Like when I see the like advertisements for it or Mm -hmm. the promos for it on television. I've never thought like, man, I should watch it. Now, when I listen to other people like friends or Knox and Jamie tell me (laughs) I should listen to it, I feel like maybe I should give it a shot, but I haven't done it yet. I haven't either. Another one is Walking Dead. Uh -uh. And I get that confused with Justified. Those are two different things. I don't know. what Walking Dead, I think, are zombies. What is Justified? I don't know. I don't know what Justified is. I feel like he's a cowboy. Walking like, Dead. Uh, I just have never. Is that's that never the appealed guy to me. From Love Actually, that holds the cards. That's the Walking yes, Dead. Yes, I right? think so. Yeah. And I do love Love I Actually. Do love Love Actually. <laughs> I'm excited about the Christmas movie podcast. Me too. Because we'll talk a lot about Love Actually. And um, I don't watch The Real Housewives of anything Mm-mm, most either. people are surprised by that because it's so bachelor-esque mm-hmm. i can see that but i don't i don't have any desire and um kardashians no never never, never seen gotten a kardashian it. and probably don't want to at this point so oh we didn't even talk about the shows that we are excited about right let's do that let's do that laura what's your first one new show that you're excited about it's called for the people and it's also Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> <laughs> she has gotten me like hooked she in. Is. Yeah, I liked Scandal. Um, I, I watched How to Get Away with Murder. I love Grey's Anatomy though. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I'm excited about For the People is because I have been really missing a legal drama mm-hmm. since The Good Wife. Now, as an attorney, which you are, yes, to some people, to others, you're a fourth grade teacher, <laughs> but. That's what she tells people at parties because people don't like lawyers is what Laura says. And everyone loves fourth grade teachers. (laughs) So if she's never going to see you again, she'll be a fourth grade teacher. But as a lawyer, do you watch shows like that and just get prickly like that would never happen or does it not bother you? It doesn't really bother me too much because I... I can understand that it's not it's not like my real practice of law. Mm-hmm. My practice of law is nothing like The Good Wife or nothing like Suits, which I love both of those shows. Mm-hmm. And I do civil work, so it's not like Law and Order either. Yeah. But um I can still watch it for fun because I don't I don't watch it thinking like this is actually real life. I just watch it for entertainment value and and I like it. I and think you really need sh- and you need a good wife hole. I need good something to left fill a that. Hole yes. How long did Good Wife Oh, it was like, I want to say eight seasons. Okay, Yeah, I felt long. And the guy on Good Wife, he is in a new show called The Resident. Oh, no, that's not Will. I'm sorry. Oh. I thought you were talking about Will, the guy that passed away oh. <laughs> in the show. <laughs> he didn't pass away in real life. <laughs> they just killed him off in the show, which was another tragic, like, McDreamy dying mm. kind of thing. And he died in the courtroom, didn't he? He did. He died what in a in shooting the in the courtroom. What which, in the world? And no one saw that coming. Well... Maybe I didn't see yeah. that coming. I don't know if anyone else did. <laughs> so who's the Logan Huntsberger character? That's Carrie. And this is the guy named Matt Truzin. His name, his last name is weird. Like Trush, a C and a Z and another C and an H. And, and I don't know how to say it, but, but I call him Logan Huntsberger. And I only my, know him as Carrie. That's it. I know because you're not a Gilmore girl. That's right. And that's what you need to binge, my friend. That'll come after West Wing. <laughs> Before Pretty Little Liars? <laughs> Probably before Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> um, so when we were in 
New York City one time. That was like four years ago. And he is walking the opposite direction. And I think it was Emily, maybe, yes. that's like, there's Carrie, there's Carrie. And y'all are Geeked trying out. to decide if you run after him or not because he's literally like running for exercise. Right. And y'all are going, do we run after him? And I was like, he has like a gym bag and his like iPod and earbuds in. And we're like, do we go? Do we not? And I'm sitting there going, who is it? And y'all going, from the good wife. And I was like, oh, I don't that show. So I wasn't excited. Later, I learned that it's Logan Huntsberger. <laughs> I was so mad because I totally would have run after him. We should have said something to him. Oh, that's one of the greatest regrets of that year. It's <laughs> not running to him. Okay, my first one that I'm excited about is Young Sheldon for obvious mm. reasons. Yeah. I think one of the coolest things about this, it has the potential to fail miserably but it also is intriguing because the boy in it is the boy from big little lies oh which we also binged we did binge that one too. i halfway binged you binged all the way and i like that but his mom is actually laurie metcalf's daughter and laurie metcalf plays sheldon's mom in big bang theory so their quirks are the same and their voices are the same and i thought that was really cool and i have high hopes for it i don't know if i will I don't know if I will I will love it, but I have high hopes for mm-hmm. it. So, what's your second one? My second one is a new show on ABC that's called The Good Doctor, and they have been doing tons of promos for it for the last like several months. And well, one, I'm a sucker for a medical drama, mm-hmm. love it. And two, I'm a sucker for a feel good story. And this is a story about a doctor who is who has autism and who wants to help people, and he kind of moves to this smaller town and a smaller hospital at that town. And it's it's from the same producer of House. Oh, and okay. I loved House okay. many, many years ago. Again, love medical dramas, <laughs> so I love the House. I don't know. I have high hopes. I think it's going to be really good. And it has that Freddie High, Highmore, is that his name? Yes. As the, the main doctor. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to be young, right? Cause right. Because he's sort of a savant. He's very, 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 very smart. Right. But and just, he's able to, like see an issue and solve the problem like and not get involved emotionally right in or anything now doesn't that remind you of that medical show last year that we were going to watch but didn't with um they had all the technology in the world at their yeah it kind of does now my parents actually watched that show so i've seen a couple of episodes when i was up with them and i mean it was an okay show I, i just think it didn't get the traction i think that's also why they're probably promoing it as much as they are is because they want this one to succeed where the other one didn't okay Fair enough. Um, I'm looking forward to the Will and Grace. Oh yeah, um, reunion. I guess we're saying. I have no idea if it will be if this is a new thing now, or if it's a reunion show, or if it's like Fuller House where it went really well. So then they do another season. But Will and Grace was a show that I watched probably religiously, and then became obsessed with once Harry Connick Jr. got on there because he was over it. But I do love Will and Grace. I have no idea how they're going to fast forward this. Because at the end of the old Will and Grace, they had kids and were already. So I guess we're going right after that. I'm not very sure. But I follow Deborah Messing on Instagram. And everybody you ever knew from Will and Grace is coming back. And it was one of the shows that had the most celebrity guest appearances than any other show of its time. Which I think is so weird to think about. But it's so true. So they have a lot of people that are coming in and making appearances. I don't know if it's going to be, um, I, it's almost like if friends came back and you just were like, mm, kind of like Gilmore girls yeah, and you'd be you're nervous, just, you're just nervous and, and like, Oh, I don't know if I've chosen to do that, but okay. So I'm cautiously optimistic about Will and Grace. I loved the old ones so much and I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. The reason why I liked it was because I felt like they had a lot of chemistry between the mm-hmm. actors, like, and not in like a romantic chemistry yeah. kind of way, but in like, if they worked really well and played off of each other really well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Me too. What's your third? My third one is, And I say this with a pause because truth be told, I actually only had two. And then I kind of said, okay, fine. This is a third one that I am mildly interested, intrigued by is what I should say. And it's the Menendez brothers. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I would say that I put this one on the list is because of the people versus OJ Simpson, which I loved from last year. And Mm -hmm. I didn't watch that when it came out. I binged it Mm -hmm. several months ago. And I loved it because I was young when that, when, 
the entire OJ trial happened and I remembered bits and pieces of it, mm-hmm. but not the whole thing. And the acting was so good and the mm-hmm. writing was so good and the story was so great. It was just a really, I, I thought it was really well done. I am intrigued by the Menendez brothers just because I feel like it's going to kind of be a play off of that same one, but my hopes aren't quite as high. Because I, I just, I don't know. I, maybe it maybe it will reach the bar that this, the O.J. Simpson one set. It's in the same vein, though, right? It's not like a documentary where they No. Yeah, it's the same... It's a reenactment of... It's kind of, from what I understand, it's kind of the same, as in they are telling the story of the Menendez brothers okay. and that trial and how that happened. And I, so I am, I, I know much less about the Menendez brothers um, just because it was... Yeah. It was still a very high-profile issue, but a little less than O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Is it a miniseries? You know, no. I don't I'm know. At, I'm at, like O.J. Simpson. What? There has to be an ending. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's like a series. Okay. I don't know if it's a miniseries or if it's going to go the whole series. The whole fall. I think it's probably going to go the whole fall, but I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm I, intrigued by it. I will not be watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you said no, thank you. <laughs> but I will be watching something called The Brave. And we just watched that trailer right before we started recording because I don't think Laura had seen it. I had had not not seen seen it, it. and I love it. I think it's going to be great. I don't know hardly any of the players in in the cast, which I also like, but it feels very... uh, It's executive producer of Homeland, Mm -hmm. so it feels like a a lighter version of Homeland maybe because it's on network television, but it is about being overseas and military and there's a doctor and and it, the patriotism part is what got yeah. me I think and in the same for a show called SWAT with Shamar Moore that is also the same thing about being the SWAT team and the patriotism and and all of that but also issues that we're dealing with today so the, there's a lot of um there's SEAL Team, a and lot of SWAT the shows. Team, and Brave, mm-hmm. and Valor, and they all kind of sound the same to me. They all kind of sound the same to me, so I'm sure they're going to cancel each other out and only the best survive, and so I hope it's the Brave. I think it should be the Brave. I mean, even after, I mean, I was tearing up when I was watching I the trailer. <laughs> and I think and it has the cute guy that looks like yes. King Arthur. It totally does. Mm-hmm. And I think it has other actors that like when you look, when you watch the trailer, you'll see people and you'll say, oh wait, I recognize him or I recognize her. Mm-hmm. They might not have been like the stars from other shows, but you'll at least like recognize them. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good season for TV, my friend. It is. Are you excited? I can't wait for the fall season. I can't I mean, wait for the spring. The, <laughs> <laughs> the fall I like so much because it's football and TV. Oh. What more do you need? <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. And if you want to read a lengthier review of my fall TV selections, you can find a post on IHateGreenBeans.com slash FallTV2017. And I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. Make sure to review the podcast on iTunes and don't forget to check out the Audible deal at AudibleTrial.com slash IHateGreenBeans. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Texas forever.